Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. Well, our original intention was to have like a good fun-filled episode uh fun excuse me fun filled episode especially with this weekend being mother's day and everything but of course wwe and any in aw have to do a little something to piss us off and everything like that mainly wwe irritated the shit out of us this week um on monday so i'm gonna open it up with this the queen's court is now in session the case against wwe and why the hell did they bring eva marie back is now in session kayla Carolina Boss Lady, your statement, please. Okay. First of all, I want to apologize if I sound a little off, guys. Um, sinuses, allergies has hit me to, this weekend. So if I sound like I'm dying, I apologize. Um, but anyway, WWE, you get rid of Mickey James. You get rid of the iconic, who I honestly thought had good intentions. And you bring back Eva Marie. Eva Marie, you little redhead bitch that blocked me on Instagram because she couldn't handle the truth when she was originally in wwe to begin with so are you going to wrestle this time are you going to be a little coward and have people say eva marie can't wrestle because i have a headache eva marie had a wardrobe malfunction eva marie stuck in traffic wrestle and if you've been wrestling and training and working out with parker he's one hell of a beast you better have some good um, moves in the ring or you're going to get booed again and I know you have unblocked me on Twitter, um, Instagram because I found your page the other day. So you had some kind of heart, but you screw up again, you might get my comments again. So anyway, you better not get a spotlight in front of anybody else. And honestly, why are we having pretty much a similar gimmick to what you did with Emma and Carmella? So anyway, Eva Marie, I still don't like you. Enough said. Miss Jesta, your statement, please. My comments are directed towards Vincent Kennedy McMahon because I already know Mickey James statement. She put out an article uh, or an interview that was released an article by sports Cata earlier stating that, you know, Eva was already pre-hired before anybody was let go. So I will excuse what I stated earlier, but still it's bullshit. Vincent, Vincent, Vinny, dumb fuck. We wanted evolution too. Not evolution to Evo. This goes back to last week when you we said that you don't fucking listen. You want people to tune in. That's not it, dude. Yes, I get it. She has a big influence. She has millions of fans on Instagram. Is she a TikToker too? I don't give a fuck. I would rather watch Skullzy than her. And Blue Eyed Darkness is amazing on TikTok. Follow her. But I digress. You fucked up. Like, literally bringing her back the week after you fucking fired three people. Three women. Three women. I'm not going to clump in the men because I really don't give a fuck about the men that got fired. No offense, Samoa Joe. They weren't going to clear you. You wanted to wrestle somewhere where you could get cleared. That's fine. I I feel that WWE was being very, very safe in this aspect. It saddens me to see you go elsewhere, but unfortunately, it is what it is. Vince. We want evolution too. We want a woman-based show. I'm giving props to AEW. Yes, I'm giving props to AEW for having AEW's women night tomorrow night. I think about five or six women's matches. You know, but it's it's not right that they're stuck on fucking YouTube. You know, not everybody watches shit on YouTube. Like people, and and bragging about being the number one show on a Wednesday night. SmackDown was the number one show Friday night, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that had over 2 million views. And you barely broke a million. We'll get to AEW later. I-, I know, but I'm just, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about ratings. Okay. I-, I was giving them props. And then, you know, you have the bullshit that comes out of everybody else's mouth. But I will say this. I actually agree with something that Uncle Grumpy Dak said. He goes, I love MGF, but I should have been wrestler of the week. 
that dude spent 45 minutes in that fucking cell. He should have. <laughs> he. While I give props to MJF for throwing the old bastard Jericho off the roof, dude, Dax was the fucking MVP of that match. I will fucking actually say that without 100, with 100% conviction that uh, Dax, Uncle Dax, Uncle, Dun- Uncle Grumpy Dax is the MVP of AEW this week. But yeah, you know, you have. Uh, was it ROH doing women's shows? You full women's shows. You've got AEW now fully doing women's shows. Now, yes, it's not going to get the same numbers, the same views because they're done on different shows, different outlets. But start it, do it. Don't mansplain bullshit to us. And Eva, I will say this right the fuck now. If you ever get in the fucking ring with Becky Lynch and disrespect her like that again, I swear to fuck. These queens and this jester are coming for your head because you will not disrespect the man or the queen or the boss or the badass Bailey because you are a, been a disrespectful cunt. Yes, I said cunt to the entire women's division when you were first here. And while I know some people don't like that word, that is my favorite swear word. So fuck off. Well, yeah, it's like, um, like you said, uh, like you said, Jolly, it, um, news broke a little bit back that they were bringing her back and everything. But it's like, yeah, WWE is guilty of some shitty ass timing. And I guess as far as like what we'll see from Eva in the, in the ring, I guess that's a little to be determined. But I mean, I would have I still wouldn't have liked it if they announced it right after WrestleMania on WrestleMania Monday. But it would have made more sense because that's when you have drops bombs drop like that true very true and i think that people would have been a little bit less no they still would have been pissed off but they would have realized that this was already done before they decided to make the cuts that they did yeah and so and you brought up emma and carmella what they did with um Liv morgan yeah damn fucking bullshit we don't want to go backwards and that's mm. what it feels like bringing in Eva Marie to me is that we're going backwards towards the fucking divas division. We're going back to that little shitty time period where bra and panties, evening gown bullshit, and you basically became the laughing stock of women's wrestling. And I feel that number one, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Number two, what are you going to do? Pair her up with Carmella because that would be the only person that makes sense to have her work with because there's really no diva esque person on Raw. Carmella is what well, I mean. You have Mandy Rose, but that's about it. She's actually in a very good fucking place right now. I feel for her um, with her tag with Dana and you know possibly going for the tag titles, um, especially with the women's tag division. Mm-hmm. The way that you know, but they're actually incorporating it, and we're actually going to get a title match this Friday. Oh yeah. About fucking time. Oh, that's something else I want to bring up. And we'll talk. Are we going to talk about SmackDown a little bit? You know Go what? Ahead. No, 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 no. I'm going to bring it up now. Go ahead. Okay. Who the fuck wrote the fact that Tamina had a fucking fight, Reginald? <laughs> Look, I'm all for intergender wrestling, but this is fucking bullshit upon bullshit upon bullshit. Give Tamina and Natty those tag titles. Break up Nia and Shayna. Have those two fucking feel like they're supposed to and not be fucking butt buddies like they've been. You have her be basically less than with Reginald because she had to get jumped and everything for him to even have a chance to beat her. I think that was completely her bullshit. Reginald's got to go. He's got to go. He's He's got to go. And I can't wait for the day that Shanna puts him in the Carafuda clutch and he passes the fuck out. I'm I'm so sick of, I mean, yes, it's nice to see a man as a manager for a woman. I think that's nice. Reverse, reversing the roles is nice, but putting him in a match against a woman that could literally destroy him and make her look weak against him was bullshit. Tamina deserves more respect than that. And also... Anybody else enjoying Daddy DeVille and the Queen teaming up together? Because I am very fucking intrigued with that. Exactly. I'm waiting for the angle to drop on that as far as like what's going on with them too. It's just like, I'm, there's some kind of angle behind it. I'm just... And what's with Lily stalking Sonya? I don't fucking know. Oh my God. Mm. 
<laughs> Beats me. I just, and I will say this, Raw was better this week and SmackDown was very good this week. So I think that the switch over to Jason Jordan is starting to be noticed. And, you know, people, oh, my God, the same matches over and over and over again. How many times have we seen the Young Bucks versus Scorpio Sky and uh, uh, Frank? No, yeah, Frank Kazarian. Wait, no, fuck. No, oh, it's Kazarian and... Um, Christopher oh, Daniels. Thank you. I know Kazarian was part of it. I mean, how many times we see those or, you know... Mox and Omega, how many fucking matches of those did we see? You know, they, they've had a lot of confrontations. Uh, Young Bucks and Kazarian and Daniels, they've had a lot of confrontations as well. They're finally about to match, match up this week for the titles. Okay, so what are the but yeah, it's like gonna do to fuck them over again? I don't know. Oh, and I agree with Bully Ray when he says it's disrespectful what Omega is doing with the impact title. That's I actually one yes. fucking hundred percent agree with that. I mean, you're basically shitting on another company's title, and I don't know who's supposed to fight him or what coming up. But I hope that person beats the ever loving fucking shit out of him. Because... I don't know about I don't know about the Impact titles, but he's got a AEW one coming up. But I don't know who's fighting him for the Impact one soon. Well, there's a possibility that they, they're going to try to strip him of it. So we'll see what happens with that. But it's like ever since they teamed up with, I was actually intrigued when AEW and TNA were going to work together. This is this is funny coming from the woman who really doesn't watch AEW. But go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I like Impact. I love the women on Impact. I think yeah. you know Jordan and Grace, um, Dina Perazu, with Jazz and her retirement, you know all that stuff. But you know, I thought it was intriguing that you know they're breaking down these doors, mm-hmm. and you know even WWE is starting to break down some of the doors. And, but it's basically from my perspective as, yes, as somebody that dislikes AEW, which again, I mainly dislike AEW because one, how the wrestlers egg on the fan base to be toxic towards anybody else that's not a part of that fan base, Uh, doesn't stand up for trans rights, doesn't stand up for Asian rights because they haven't put out shit. WWE hasn't done the same, but their wrestlers have. Mm -hmm. but the fact that, you know, again, you have people standing up for Nyla Rose that get kicked off of Twitter or kicked off of uh, any type of social media and the people that are being the bullies and the bastards have free reign. And it's just just bullshit, you know, um, but they're treating impact like it is the redheaded stepchild that just needs to be smacked around and drug along behind them like it needed them to do that. And I don't think that impact needed that. I think impact was doing pretty well on its own without kenny omega and tony khan yeah they weren't getting the views they were and they had to switch stations or switch channels or time slots they, yeah again i can't wait for the end of the month i can't wait for the fucking end of the may you want to know why because i can't wait to see smackdown beat the ever-loving fucking shit out of aew for the re- for the record i did hear that aew is actually going to go on after smackdown oh so they're a bunch I, I, of pussies they're a bunch <laughs> of pussies Oh shit, I think I made it worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Oh my god. Wow. I think, I think that's the I, I did read a tweet about that. I, I might be wrong and I might have to verify that, but that's the last tweet I wrote that AEW is actually gonna go on after SmackDown. I saw something about that too, that it was supposed okay. to be eight to ten and then ten to twelve. Yeah, they're screwed either way. So <laughs> our gesture oh is god. thinking. <laughs> oh my god. All all we've heard from Tony Khan and Jericho and all those little bitches. We've got the best. We can go against anybody. Well, here's your fucking chance. You went against fucking NXT, quote unquote developmental, even though it's not. And yes, it was kind of getting stale and it's starting to get better right now. Yes, that is true. But that's because they're trying to keep up with you guys, whether or not that anybody wanted to admit there's a real war or not. The real war was with amongst the fan base. I'm sorry. That's where the war was. I, don't, I think NXT and AEW didn't give a fucking shit, but Jericho liked to stir the pot. Because it's funny that Jericho will say that there was no real war on Stone Cold's podcast, but then come out saying, oh, yeah, and we beat the fuck out of him. You know, make up your fucking mind with what you're going to say, because your lies are starting to smell like bullshit, and your bullshit smells even worse than your lies. (laughs) All right, since we're talking a lot about AEW and everything, I was going to wait on this and everything, but fucking let's get into it. Blood and guts. Did did y'all both watch the match? I saw clips, and I saw the ending. Okay, Kayla. I saw bits and bits of it, so but I know what happened. So, all right, 
Uh, Jolie, I'm going to give you a breather here. Kayla, I thought it was a pretty good match, um, even though it was a knockoff version of our wonderful war games. But of what I saw, it was a pretty good match. And um, I'm going to say, still not a fan of MJF. He still annoys the hell out of me. But just some of the stuff he was um, going on the ring and stuff and then throwing Chris Jericho off the top and falls through, well, obviously supposed to be through the ramp, but you obviously could see that it was a crash pad. But believe it or not, all of them, they did go through hell in that match. Um, So I legit thought it was... um, of what I saw. Um, I still got it on TV. I got to, you know, watch it all the way okay. through. Um, but what like I said, um, it seemed like pretty good, but uh, I still like war games better. <laughs> I had to actually look up the rules for the original like war games match and everything because they kept saying like, oh, this is what Dusty created. This was his envision everything. I was like, all right, let me look at the games and see if this is actually truly it. Okay. So apparently... On the original War Games match, the ring was closed on the top, and the you had to win by either um, submission, surrender, or knockout. And um, it was only when when War Games when WWE started doing War Games and they opened up the ring and everything that they made the rule about like escaping the pay, escaping the cage forfeits it for your team and everything. Um, so it's like, all right, so I kind of understood that afterwards and everything. But here's what I'm thinking. First half of the match was great. I mean, as far as like until while they were coming in little by little, plenty of action going. They didn't have to bring in any, a lot of tools or toys and everything like that. Even even Guevara, who annoys, who annoys the shit out of me sometimes. And yes, I know he's from Houston like me, but it's just like not every Houston Houstonian's perfect. So <laughs> No, I don't like every Houstonian wrestler, but um, even Guevara was impressing the shit out of me. Santana Ortiz, everyone was like uh, just absolutely killing it. The second half of the match was absolutely cheesy as fuck because it's like you have it's like 10, 15 minutes left in the match. Everyone's down. All five of Inner Circle are like ganging up on MJF and everything. I'm like going, how are you? You're just like dragging this out for no reason. You're dragging this out for no reason just to kill time and everything. And it's just like, this is where stuff ends. And then, of course, it's like they ended up escaping the cage and everything, making their way to the top. And I was like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And then the push off the ending with MJF pushing Jericho off the cage and everything. It was just like he took too long with it. I mean, yeah, you you have to stage it or whatever like that. But it's just like all that about it was just completely wrong. And it's like having it's like you had inner circle surrender and then you pushed them off anyway. Yeah, established you as a great heel. Congratulations on that. But the ending was cheesy as fuck. And it just kind of like downplayed a lot, a lot of what we saw and everything. So that's my two cents about it. It's like first half was great. Second half, bye. Jolie. All right. So like I said, I saw bits and bits, bits and pieces and read a lot of the criticism on Twitter. One of the main criticisms was the fact that they kept breaking it up with commercial breaks. Now, I get it. You guys wanted to give a pay-per-view style show on TV. Okay, cool. Whatever. Yes, the, those were the original rules. But to me, I feel that the war games that NXT puts on is a tad bit more strenuous than this war games to be perfectly honest because the cage actually goes around both rings so you actually have chances to get shit under the ring whatever's hidden weapons wise you get to leave the ring you get to climb to the top and be a dumbass okay yes i mean i say dumbass because you know i always think while we can all say that the some of the most iconic moments have been when shay mcmahon has jumped off the top of uh, hell in the cell um mankind thrown off by undertaker iconic but what did that do to their careers destroyed it didn't yeah it it shortened it not destroyed it but it shortened it and you know many many health effects out of all that true true so i want to get to actually the one thing that honestly number one pissed me the fuck off and that was mjf on the top waiting to throw jericho off like he was waiting for the staging he was waiting for the cameraman so this is how i would have done it and this is something like i thought about you know if i was producer for this match yes i will let them have had all the creative abilities in the world i mean i saw dax and uh fuck i can't remember nat what's the other guy's name fuck cash 
Cash. I was going to say Nash for some reason. Like, they're all covered in blood. I, I, I laughed my ass off when I saw Sammy's little poor pictures. Like, you know, that's all. That's all. I would have done more. Um, <laughs> But no. All right. So picture this. Now, this would have had a lot more shock value. Number one. Two, it would have truly cemented MGF as a heel. As the top heel in any company right now. All right. So you have him holding Jericho at the top. Okay. As soon as Sammy... He, Pulls his hair by his head, looks at him, and it looks like he's going to throw him down on top of the cage. And then, then he throws him off. You don't wait. You don't stutter. The stutter is what num- was one of the things that ruined it. The ending. Exactly. Number two. We all know that you're not going to throw Jericho onto hard shit because he's a frail old man. But with that being said, Tony, it's called painting both sides silver to make it actually look like fucking metal. Or even put thin metallic paint or a wrap on it so it actually does look like metal or i don't know actually get thin fucking aluminum foil that's not gonna hurt not aluminum foil but aluminum that's lightweight doesn't hurt when you break it over somebody's back doesn't actually cause injury and then what you do is you actually paint the mats underneath not black but brown so it looks like wood or concrete you actually paint the illusion you make the illusion real. And next time, change your camera angles, buddy, because that was the shittiest camera angles. And you motherfuckers bitch about WWE's camera angles? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Bye, Felicia. Bye. So, yes, I get it. He wanted to be like his daddy. Dusty was probably proud of him for putting on that match. But Dusty has always been proud of NXT. And, you know, saying, oh, this is what his daddy wanted, blah, 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 blah. We also know what Dex, what Dusty wanted for NXT. So I feel like they're also diminishing the legacy of Dusty Rhodes by constantly saying, well, this is what he wanted. This is what he wanted. Well, yeah, what he also wanted is over here as well. He wanted this to survive. He wants all of this to survive. So stop being fucking twat waffles and start being better and do a better product. And yes, you're getting the rated R superstar tonight in the jester because I am done with their shit. I truly am. Like, I am so sick and tired of all the bullshit from both companies. And you, I've gone off on Vince multiple times. I, I am an equal opportunist when it comes to coming, calling somebody the fuck out. So, yeah, you'll get called out for bullshit like that. Like I, and like I said, Grumpy Uncle Dax was the MVP of that match. Just saying. Kayla, you were shaking your head no. Oh, no, I was, uh, she said the rated R superstar. And the first thing that popped in my head was rated R superstar. That's what popped in my head. Was Tony like, Timmel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's make a, let's get a little highlight. Little, let's liven this up a little bit and everything. Um, let's shift to a return that we actually did enjoy this week or did actually bring a lot of shock value and in a little intrigued, intrigue and, to um friday night smackdown the return of jimmy uso and do i dare say we might have a little bit of family feud possibly going jolie oh most definitely especially when he told roman you know i'm not your bitch and to the dumbass complaining on twitter about why did he call him his brother jay how many times did the bucks call say my brother nick or my brother matt or my brother matt my brother jeff or my brother Christian and my brother Edge. Y'all say this. Or my brother Devon and my brother Bubba. Or my brother Spike. That's been said throughout WWE, WCW, WF, ECW, AEW, ROH, NJPW. That's a constant. It also happens in TV shows as well. So for him saying that, and I'm going to put, put this out there like this. When he said my brother, he was basically telling Roman He's not your brother. He's your cousin. He should not have more loyalty to you than to me. And that's what's going to cause a lot of infighting. Now, I find it very interesting and intriguing that, yes, they have split up Naomi and Jimmy. And it's going to be a very interesting ride. I'm actually looking forward to, if I'm alive next Sunday, I'll explain later <laughs> uh, to watch uh, 
WrestleMania backlash because I actually want to see the Cesaro Roman match. I think that that match completely intrigues me, especially with him and Seth doing backdoor deals, um, which says to me that the possibility of either Cesaro taking the title off of him is a little bit higher. Um, if Seth gets involved, which could also lead to a feud with Seth and Roman. So it's it's going to be very interesting on SmackDown. So it's a very toss up. But yeah, um, Roman is losing his title soon uh, to either Seth or ugh, or um, um, Cesaro. That I mean, I think that the fact that he uh, did that European uppercut on all three of them was fucking fantastic. Like he just fucking beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jimmy coming back is very intriguing. I can't wait to see where this goes, how this goes. And then I, I'm flipping through uh, Google, and I, I get like articles from different sports, and it says, "When will Paul betray Roman?" Dun dun dun. I'm thinking, when there's a crowd. Because I will tell you this right now, and and just like with Seth, when Brock came to Philly at Extreme Rules 2019, as somebody that was in the fucking audience and as somebody that did fucking pop for Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, when if and when he returns to the WWE, it'll be in front of a live audience and he will take the title from whoever has it. And it's going to be fucking fantastic. Because I know people hate Brock or or tired of Brock or say Brock is boring. But Brock also brings something to the table. He makes every superstar that faces him find that next tier. Find that next level. Look at what Seth did against him. Look at what Brian Daniels, even though he lost. Look what what, uh, AJ did. Look at what Finn Balor did. He makes the male wrestlers elevate their status elevate their game and come on now cesaro versus brock drew versus brock bobby lashley versus brock roman finally getting revenge on brock (laughs) while yes people might get upset about that but it does he has the ability to elevate and push the expectations up higher for whoever is facing him so, like I said, this it. I have never been more intrigued with a storyline right now than I am with this. And also, one small thing. <clears throat> Bailey, 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 <laughs> Bailey, buddy, ding dong! You forgot one fucking champion, you dumbass. The first ever SmackDown Women's Champion, the last kicker, Becky Lynch, dumbass. Come on, I could have been the only one that was pissed off at that one. Yeah, true. Very true about that. I do have to find one, Tim, I did find one fact very interesting after Friday Night SmackDown. Um, a certain wife of an Uso tweeted out a picture with hashtag SmackDown and looked like she was about ready to throw arms herself. So it's like, uh, who knows? It's like if, if, if for some reason Naomi does get her hands on the women's tag titles and everything, uh, granted it would be with Lana, I know, but... It does give her free reign to go to both shows. And, and you just realized something. What? Bon is probably the most happiest about Eva coming back. So she won't be the most hated? She won't be the worst wrestler. <laughs> All right, Kayla. Closures. I do have to admit, I'm not saying I like her, but since she has been teaming with Naomi, she has had has some improvement. So Actually, so, she's, with that. so I will go into that. She has had a lot of improvement. I did manage to see that. Um, on Raw, so she hasn't improved. Still don't like Yolanda. Still shouldn't be there. But anyway, um, it was great to see Jimmy back. Obviously, we do have a family feud going. Family reunion that leads into a family fight. Um, and I love the fact that he basically said, I'm nobody's bitch. And the fact where he's trying to get Jay, which I will love. Honestly, we've already seen New Day versus the Street Profits. Um, kind of wish the Street Profits will take the titles away from Ziggler and Rude, and we see Street Profits versus Usos, and they get that back. But right now, oh. right? But right now, Jay's ass is still Actually, up. I think um, my prediction for that match, it's actually going to be uh, Ray and Dominic. And I'll winning. take that. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that now. I'll take that now, and then the Street Profits 
Street Profits get him back from the Mysterios down the line. But as far as like, yeah, for WrestleMania Backlash, I'll take that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd be fine with Dominic and Ray. Uh, maybe about a month ago, I'd probably say hell no to the no, but I can deal with it now. Um, but either way, I would like to see the Usos back on top with the tag titles. Um, but right now, Jay's ass is so far up Roman's butt right now. And then Jimmy's like, hey, I'm going to come save you. Well, obviously, we saw how that went. Um, but it was good to see him um, back. But I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. Um, and I actually going to agree with Jolie. It's either going to be Cesaro or Seth, regardless how it goes down at Backlash. That's going to take the championship away from Roman. And I hate to say it, it might end up being Seth. And then Cesaro will take it away from Seth, obviously, because I think Cesaro does deserve it. So, but hey, like we always say, WWE, anything happens. Unpredictable. The, oh my God, did that just happen error will start. So, I mean, at least they made a a hardcore, no falls, can't fall anywhere match actually look legit like when Adam Cole threw Kyle O'Reilly through the grate and then kicked through fucking drywall. Mm-hmm fucking drywall and that's not easy to do like you have to have a lot of force to break through drywall like that like that's one of the things like why i was dying of laughter when i saw jericho laying like that and then the first thing that popped in my head after that picture uh you guys seen avengers right the first avengers movie no you but i'm gonna kill you you (laughs) suck how have you not seen it i I think I remember seeing it, but not don't remember it. But but you've seen the one gif of Loki getting smashed by the Hulk, and he's laying there going, ah. "That's what Jericho reminded me of." Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, no. So, but like I said, like the storylines the past two weeks on both shows have been better. And I will say this: whatever they are doing with with Charlotte, love her or hate her, she elevates the division. That is very, very true. I'll, I will definitely give you that. All right. So I know you probably like wondering what the hell I meant by this on the list, but um, about like four horsewoman woman scenarios. Let me explain. Over this past week, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter as far as like, um, who would you pick with this match? Who would you go with in this match and everything? And a lot of it involved the four horsewomen. So I kind of wanted to go over these with y'all and see what y'all would decide. All right. So first one, it came up on Bella's podcast. Bella's were interviewing Team Bestie, um, Trish and Lita and everything. And they were talking about the four of them possibly going up against um, the four horsewomen and everything. So, Jolie, what would you, who would you take in that? I would definitely have to go with the four horsemen, even though it would hurt me to root against my, my team bestie because I love Trish and Lita. I could care less what happens to the Bellas. Sorry. Um, I was never a true 100% Bella, part of the Bella army. I mean, I like them when they were faces. They're okay when they were heels. I love when Ronda shredded Nikki. Um, but yeah, no, you would have to go with the four most dominating women in WWE. All right, Kayla? Um, obviously I love Trish. I love Lita. Um, I always loved the Bella twins. Um, not, you know, a number one fan. Um, then versus the horsewoman, obviously if it ever came down to that, it would be one hell of a match, but, um, I got to go with our girls, Banks, Flair, Lynch, and Bailey. Sorry, Bailey. You don't have a last name, so I could <laughs> But no, obviously our four horsewomen all the way. All right. Okay. Yeah. It's like Hall of Famers against the four horsewomen and everything. But it's like, yeah, it's like, I think the four horsewomen take it for sure. Okay. This one's going to be, I got to read a lot on this one. But which four horsewomen led team would you manage at Survivor Series? But which one would you, I'm in this case, it's like, which one would you side over? Okay. So we have Becky Lynch leading the Ride Squad, Rhea Ripley, and Shotzi. Charlotte leading Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Candice LeRae. Sasha leading Tamina, Naomi, Bianca, and Ember. And then Bailey leading Naya, Shayna, Natty, and Dakota. Kay- Kayla. 
God almighty, you killed me. Uh, <laughs> Thank whoever tweeted this. I forgot. I, I, forgot, I, didn't, I didn't get the name on it and everything. Uh, I get the name on it, but yeah. And you say who would win? It's like, who would you manage? But it's a, the tweet was originally who would you, who would, which team would you manage? But basically it's like, who would you manage and take, like, who'd you, which team would you pick overall? Oh, be real good. Um, I would love all four. You can't um, pick I know, no, 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 no. I'm just thinking, I know, I know, but I'm thinking, um, I think I would go with Bailey and them because I don't know. I think they would, because a lot of people would look at them maybe like an underdog a little bit and be able to push them up towards the top. So what was it? Bailey, Shayna, Dakota, Natty, and Naya. Uh, I think I would go with that team. I might boot Naya uh, off the team. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. No, I think I would definitely love working with them in the ring as their manager if I had to choose. I mean, of course, I would like all of them. Becky would probably be the second, but um, I'm going. To, I'm going with the uh, team with Bailey. All righty, <laughs> Jolie. I know you're ready. Can you repeat Becky's again? I know Shotzi. Yeah, Riot Squad, Becky and Rhea and Shotzi. Oh fuck yeah, one hundred percent. One fucking hundred percent Becky Lynch. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, the other teams are good, but you got fucking crazy ass Shotzi who will jump off of fucking anything and risk her own fucking neck. You have Rhea that'll kick your head off. You have Liv and Ruby willing to fight to the bitter fucking end, led by one of the most popular WWE superstars to date. Yeah, no, you can't bet against that. And to work with those women, um, considering that I've met one of them, two of them, I've met Ruby and I've met Becky, of course, and they are just some of the most genuinely fucking amazing people out there. Um, yeah, I will say, like, when you get to meet some of these people, like, you wonder, are they going to be genuine or are they faking it? But you can actually tell with some of these people and especially with somebody like Ruby, who like you've seen behind the scenes stuff with her. Like, you know that she's an actually truly genuine person. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely taking the uh, the Becky squad. Okay. I'm not saying this just because she's my favorite, but of course, but it's like, I'm looking at this team and it's like, I got to go Sasha because it's like Sasha with, I mean, I know like out of every, all of them and everything, Tamina has more like experience in WWE, but it's like, Sasha's like a experience for days. You have Naomi and uh, Bianca with the athleticism. Ember, Ember's I mean, hell, she's partnered with Shotzi and everything. So she's a high-flying wild card on her own. And then it's like you have Tamina with the power the powerhouse that she is and everything. So it's just like, yeah, I, I can't go wrong with that team. What were you going to say, Kayla? Good. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll just think it out loud on some uh, of the teams. That's all. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Just so you know, Charlotte, that, that doesn't mean we don't love you. That's true. That's true. It's just like. Uh, <laughs> I hate the gotta, people you're teamed up with. I mean, there's gotta, other people that I would have put with you. Yeah, I wouldn't put. Come- I wouldn't put Carmella. No, I would have put probably um, either Raquel Gonzalez or um, maybe even Indy Hartwell, who has completely shocked and amazed me with how well she has done in ring. And congrats to them. Yeah, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah, it's like I mean, yeah, it's like I hate Ember and Shotzi losing the titles and everything, but it's like Candice finally has a title, and Indy has definitely shocked us all. And Dexter wants you back. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for Indy to find out that Johnny and uh candace are like screwing her over big time okay this last one and oh my god okay i've seen two tweets on this with a small variation are you team horsewomen or team joshi and by team joshi i mean oscar eo Kyrie, or you can either have for the fourth one you can either have saray or miko jolie to the author of this one to quote lily from how i met your mother you son of a bitch i see two remember uh, this is actually very hard because i love the Yosh- i love team oscar uh but again i would ride or die i'm ride or die for horsemen regardless i don't care if they hate each other i don't care if they're friends with each other they elevated the division to where it's at now um I know people, well, the Bellas and Paige and AJ. Yes, they started it. They lit the fuse and the four horsemen were the rocket that brought everything back. Don't get me wrong. I love Paige. Paige is amazing. I miss seeing her in ring. 
I wish she was the general manager of SmackDown or Raw. I really do, you know, but she could only go so far, unfortunately. These four women have gone through it all. Becky was mere days away from being fired. Bailey didn't have confidence. Sasha, Sasha lost her way. And Charlotte has to have the stigma of being Ric Flair's daughter hanging around her neck. And when she finally proves herself, they still bring that up. So ride or die, four horsewomen every day, all day. But you gotta admit, that's a fans win, a fan, the fans oh, wins that's, match. That is 100% the fans fucking wins match. Actually, all of this is fans fucking wins match. I mean, the funny thing is I'm thinking about like, you know, the four corner Survivor Series type matches with the four horsewomen. Everybody would go after Naya first. She would get fucking jumped. Yeah. And then we would all laugh. And team team bestie and twins versus four horsemen, you know, that's old school versus new school. And you know, how about throwing Beth Phoenix in as the special guest referee for that one? Oh <laughs> yeah. That would be a good one. Okay, Kayla, my apologies. All right. Team Joshi or Team Horsewomen? As much as I absolutely love Asuka and Kyrie, um, I absolutely love them as the Kabuki Warriors. Um, love EO, Genius of the Sky, and Saray. Um, I'm starting to like her after her few matches on NXT. Um, and the other two, not quite sh- starting the, you know, it's more information about you two. Excellent team. But. Huh? You don't know who Mako Sadamayor is? Who? NXT UK. Oh, UK. Okay, 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 okay. I'll have to do my research. For yeah, me. you do. <laughs> that woman is a fucking legend. She trained Sasha when Sasha went out. Yeah, she went, when uh, Sasha was on her hiatus, she went to Japan and trained with her. That's oh. the chick. Yeah, that's oh, the okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know who that is. Never mind. Never mind. Forgive me. Had a moment. I'm high <laughs> off a of day quill and night quill right now. Forgive me. I'm uh, 40, but she just had a senior moment. This is the this is the youngest out of all of us. The youngest. I'm, I have been sick all weekend. Forgive me. Yes, I had a moment. Okay. Anyway. A senior moment. Oh, shut up, you almost 40-year-old over there. <laughs> <laughs> And I get to say, I look like 25 every fucking day. Thank you, sweetheart. Love you, Jolie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, unfortunately, I didn't have that moment. But um, I love all those ladies on that team. Um, excellent. But I'm going to have to agree with our wonderful jester, horsewomen, all day, every day. Okay. Uh, y'all want to talk about a good old school, new school moment? If they're not completely different on the years and everything but it would almost be like a passing of the torch type thing even though neither of these women are going to be done yet i could possibly see if becky doesn't come back by SummerSlam. here's the scenario i see for possibly survivor series and y'all hear me out okay so let's say about late october early november raquel bianca and rhea still have the titles and they start showing up uh, on Raw. And I mean, basically, they start clashing with um, Charlotte Bailey and Sasha and everything. They pull in Mia, make it like a four on, make it on four on three, do that for a couple weeks and everything like that. Make sure the other three horsewomen, it's like overpower them and everything like that, kind of have them running for the fences a little bit. And then they say, okay, something's got to change. Who's going to make the call? Stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, we have Becky coming back. I just thought about this like yesterday, I think. That'd be a hell, that'd be a hell of a way to bring her back. What do you think, Kayla? I agree. But um, I do know if Becky does not make a return soon, our jesters from will go track her down. <laughs> <laughs> Jolie? 
I don't see them pulling in Mia. I see them pulling in Kaylee Ray. Ooh. If that was what was going to happen. Um, okay. But, oh, yes. Becky needs to come back. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yes, Seth has hinted at it, you know, but he won't say anything. And it's like... Because he values his life. (laughs) And if he valued his manhood amongst the fans, he would let them know because he's about to get jumped. (laughs) Um, But it is a good thing. And the funny thing would be, and I could see this is scenario that you brought this up like no you make the call no you make the call no you make the call well she was your best friend well no she was your best friend too bailey you never did anything wrong to her you do it um well i kind of forgot her on the smackdown special show so yeah she probably hates me right now and charlotte be like fine and like you'll just see charlotte leave and then like rolls up to a hotel goes up to room knocks on the door you want to do this shit or not? <laughs> and then just come back and just start taking, kicking ass and taking names. Right. Either way, it's like, yeah, it's like that makes the most sense about bringing her back. It's like, yeah, we've liked, we've liked, would have liked to see her at Rumble and WrestleMania and Monday after WrestleMania and stuff like that and everything. But the coolest way to bring her back would be with the four supporters women. Yeah, no, they probably won't get along the whole damn time and everything, but they'll put their differences aside for a little bit. At least we hope. Well, it's not only that. They are very proud of what they've accomplished. Yeah. And, and you literally have Bianca, Rhea, and Raquel lighting the thing, saying, well, we're that generation out. This is us. We trump them. And this is the time, if they're going to do this, this is the time to pull the trigger on this. Make, well, number one, make NXT legit even more. Number two, make Rhea, Bianca, and Raquel legit even more. Number three, find a way to bring an NXT UK into the mix. And if not NXT UK, then somebody else within the company that is ready to shine and just start kicking ass and taking names. Whether that is Mia, whether that is Shotzi, whether that is Ember, whether that is somebody that can work with these three women that will have the power to do this. This is one of the one of the cooler ways to actually bring Becky back. Another way to bring Becky back, you know, it would have been with her getting jumped by Rhea and Asuka. And then you have Becky's music hit, come down, clean house, and be like every good queen deserves a man and every good man deserves a queen. Let's take over the business. Mm-hmm. I did that. <laughs> because no matter what they do, whether together or separately, Becky and Charlotte is 100% fucking money and 100% fucking gold. Just like Sasha and Bailey. Yep. And if you put those four together, you have a fucking reckoning. No offense, Mia. and on a side note and everything i've seen charlotte up against Rhea. i've seen her up against bianca i am dying to see her up against raquel i'm actually looking forward to mercedes versus raquel uh this wednesday or tuesday yeah that i'm looking forward that's gonna be a hell of a match as well with two and everything but it's like yeah it's like i I, charlotte and raquel it's like i'm 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 dying to see that eventually Take my money. <laughs> it's like, here, here, here. It's like that one gift. Like, here, here. <laughs> well, there's like this new TikTok like this. Do you want this? And like the people pull their Christmas cards out and smack the thing. Here. Smack the table. Take the card. <laughs> I, think the, uh, I think the one thing that was linked to is like me. This is me nerding out. But everybody knows that recently uh, the Snyder cut got dropped for the Justice League. So it's like a four and a half hour long movie. Apparently, the Marvel Studios is thinking about dropping a six-hour cut of Endgame. And I'm sitting here like, you dirty motherfuckers. Yeah, I'd sit and watch. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, uh, speaking of like, here, take the money and everything, um, uh, Kayla already saw this uh, tweet and everything, but um, Thunder Rosa put out a tweet earlier and everything that looks like looks like a little later on this year they're finally taking mission pro on the road getting it out of buta and everything and she was like wondering about what what cities you'd want to see it at i'd say 
get it anywhere near Delaware or Anderson, South Carolina. So my girls can actually go see this and find, find out in person what the hell I've been talking about all this time. I'd be up to seeing um, Mission Pro and getting a chance to interview some of those girls. It was funny. I was not just talking about that, but, you know, con season is starting to come back. Uh, Comic-Cons have been announced. San Diego got pushed back to Thanksgiving. It's going to be both virtual and in person. Um, I'm looking at Rhode Island convention. I'm looking think I'm like, and the one thing that popped in my head is that because of this podcast, because of what we do and because of what, yes, I know. I, I keep saying that I'm going to be, you know, starting my own podcast. I'm working on it. I have to work kinks out on stuff. I have to do my own things. And I apologize about the delay. I truly do. It will happen. My goal is now to actually get it out by the fall. Unfortunately, it was supposed to start at the beginning of the year, but with my work schedule picking up again, a lot of TV shows have been pushed. You've got Marvel that just dropped phase four. So like, there's a lot of stuff for me to actually go through and research because I don't want to be an asshole on my podcast to a certain degree. I'm always going to be an asshole, but it's like, I can't wait to do live shows again because then we can get press passes and go behind the scenes and interview these people like that. That is the one thing that like, you know, this has given us the ability to do. I can go to conventions and get a pro pass, a press pass and go behind the scenes and interview people like that is that is making this legit. And we were talking about dreams and goals. You were talking about them before, like, you know, you got to switch up your dreams. This has been a dream of mine. So when this happens, my goal is to be able to interview Charlotte Flair. My goal is to be able to interview Becky Lynch. My goal is to be able to interview Rhea Ripley. My goal is to be able to interview Stephanie McMahon. Like, I, I, I am fucking hyper-focused on this. Like, to think that one year ago, we didn't think that we would get this far. Honestly, I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I didn't think we'd get this far. Yeah. A lot of podcasts die out. Yeah. I'm self-taught. I, all my editing, I learned to do through first audacity but audacity sucks dick so i went with a program that i know how to use for making fan vids for tv shows movies and the like and i just do it with the audio now i'm going to be saving up getting a twenty thousand dollar or two thousand dollar computer with proper software editing learn how to do that this is i this is all personally that i've done on my own i i didn't use youtube i didn't use anything i did everything i learned by myself and I think that's one of the greatest achievements that I have done to teach myself how to do this. And if Mission Pro comes here, Thunder, I want to, I so want to fucking interview you. So please come to Delaware or Maryland. I will drive to, mm, it depends on where in Maryland because I don't drive to Bridge. Shit. Jersey, come to Jersey. <laughs> come to fucking Jersey. There we go. Yeah. And it's like, um, <clears throat> if they actually, if they do end up coming near New Jersey and everything, I know that, uh, Cause it's like every time they're like, say who you want to go to, who you want to see, go to mission pro and everything. Casey. Keep, yeah. It's like, I, I bring up our three, Jordan. I, I bring up our girls. We, I bring up Trish. I bring up Jared, Jordan. I bring up Casey and everything. It's like, hell that's closer than Texas is. Oh man. Like, I think, you know, that would be so awesome for Casey. Oh, for all three of them. Like, you know, yeah. honestly, I'll, but like, I think that would be so awesome for all three of them to actually get a chance to work with some of these women. Like, you know, I would like to see Jordan versus, Maddie Rankowski, you know, I think that'd be a very interesting matchup personally. Yeah. And it's like, uh, let's see. I think La Rosa Negra, the MPW champion, ooh, her and Trish would go at it big time. And then it's like the power and their powerhouse genocide. Oh, that's Jordan all that's Jordan all day. So it's just like I'm picturing some of these matches right now and everything. So it's like, yeah, it's like I put out there, I was like going. Take these to where my co my co-hosts are at. It's like they need to see all this shit in person. Ay, ay, ay. Damn. Oh, and best of luck to Jordan this summer and everything. We just signed on as her sponsor for Paradigms. Um, they have a tournament coming up for like their super mid or white belt. I think it was. Give me a second. I, I gotta look it back up again. I forgot. <laughs> no, it's just like little um, uh, yeah, but um my thing's taking forever to load and everything but yeah we we are we just signed up to be jordan's sponsor for um a paradigm event coming up this summer and everything so jordan we love you we'll always support you go kick ass and go get your belt girl ren tell ya like i dude 
represent too. I mean, we need more people like Jordan and Trish and Casey out there that like completely represent all spectrums and walks of life. Absolutely. Definitely for sure. <sighs> oh man. Yeah. It's the people, it, it's Grand Prix. It's their Grand Prix uh, three and they are crowning a new uh, super, mi- super middleweight. It's the super middleweight Grand Prix. And yeah, it's like season. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm rambling. My apologies. <sighs> okay. So let's end this on a lovely note. We are we record on Sundays and today just happens to be Mother's Day and everything. So we definitely want to send um, our well wishes and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there here and above. And we know that the re- um, with the wrestling industry and everything, we also have uh, there's also a good share of mothers out there as well and everything. Jolie, I know you wanted to bring this up, so I'll let you go ahead. Oh, I mean, congrats. I, you know, you got Becky, Renee, but yeah, no moms. Moms are always been our best friends. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I always feel like, you know, let's wish the moms of WWE and w, uh, AEW, TNA, all of them. You know, these women have kids, their careers get sidelined for nine to 12, 13 months, and they hope they can come back and you'll remember them while the men get to do what they do. I'm sorry, that pisses me off. That so pisses me off. I know, I know. Calm down. Don't go off. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I just, I just, I feel so bad for the women because they had to put everything on hold. I mean, Lacey, Ed, Lacey was going to most likely win the title against Asuka. Yeah. And she's at home going to have another baby. You know, congrats. Uh, Renee's due soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Brandy's almost due. Yeah, Brandy's almost due. I really don't know many of the AEW people that have kids besides Brandy that's about to have one. Apparently, Jay uh, Cargill had. Uh, she's a mom as well. Big Swole. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Big Swole is I know. I, but again, I don't really. I haven't even seen Big Swole on TV. She's been doing a lot of dark matches and everything. Okay, okay. which is a damn shame. But I'm not going to go there. But you know, I remember when Maurice had a kid, um, had their first daughter, and she was back within a couple months. Mm-hmm what they have to do to get ready the postpartum depression it's all real so props to every female wrestler owner manager referee writer that works within any of the companies any wrestling companies out there because you guys are the fucking bomb and um you guys put on shows for us and go home to your kids and they don't realize that their parents are superheroes to people so we thank you moms kayla you want to add anything other than um i want to do a special shout out to my mom um truthfully she is one of my best friends um me and her we have our disagreements um but she has been there so much she has been a big supporter of you know the website edf she's been a supporter of the podcast and um obviously the ones that don't know that she has been you know one got me into wrestling so i'm treating her to wrestlemania next year first ever wrestlemania with me um which i still got her convinced that her little getaway in june she's going to go make uh, doing a meet and greet with nick saban um she has no idea we're really going um which is pigeon forge so i told her to impress nick saban we need to learn how to hum the alabama fight song so uh it's fun in games but um <laughs> anyway so she's like today we were driving around and she's like are you serious I said mom seriously she says fine where's this hotel at what's around where are we going so she was you know googling where what was around the area so what we could do just like playing with her she's gonna be totally shocked to see where we really are going um so thank you mom I love you for everything you've done for me and especially like Jolie said about um, our wrestling moms, writers, whatever company, basically in a sports industry or a job that you can't be with your children all the time. Everybody mm-hmm. appreciates you. Everyone looks at you. And then obviously all the mothers that, you know, in heaven, you're greatly missed and we still love you as much. So um, to the moms around the world, thank you. Jolie, do you want anything real quick? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like... 
it's like blessings to all the wrestling moms who lead this double lead their lives and everything like that and it's like whenever they had the babies they do have to work their asses off to come back um mothers are definitely blessings um and on the side note for me this weekend is taking me a while to kind of get back into um a lot of people don't know this and everything. Uh, my mom passed away almost nine years ago as uh, complications from a lung infection. It was very unexpectedly. Um, and there was a lot of years at first where I hated this weekend because I just didn't want to remember it. Um, but I was blessed in a way with a lady who uh, called her my S, my S mom. My S mom, Andrea and everything, um, who has been there for me a lot. And so it's taken me a while to get back into this weekend and actually uh, be able to celebrate it with her. And I actually, um, I actually made her a little, uh, treat yesterday and everything too. And so she texted me last night and thanked me for that and everything. So, so I'll just end it with that. Just happy Mother's Day to all. Thank you. Okay. So I guess we'll go ahead and just end the episode on that next week. It's all backlash uh, wrestlemania backlash we got our predictions we'll do the recaps after the show and if everything works out we'll take a trip across the pond we'll see what happens with that well that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one